What's up, daddies? Me and Brooks are tweaked on coffee, so there's going to be a lot of real cool stumbly mumblies from me. I want to thank everybody for those five-star reviews. We finally broke 300, which is beautiful. Also, I want to thank everyone who joined the K-Money Club. That thing is growing faster by the day. We got a big show. Let's get to it. We've got a update on the massive middle finger statue in Vermont. A meth smoker gets jealous of a mattress and attacks it. There's a millionaire who steals from Kmart. A chick shoots her husband for watching porno. A daddy sends in a story from Europe. And another daddy sends in a story about Europe because we are worldwide. Also, I've got one more story, which is the top tier that I'm not even going to tease. Uh, it's going to be last, and it is fucking fantastic. Live from Los Angeles. Woo! California, you're listening to Power Moves, Daddy. Yeah, we're making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan, rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans, just making power moves, ripping heaters and chugging paps. Now he lied with no clasp. Blowing shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. Right to a Detroit groove. Just all American dudes out making power moves. Yeah. And we're back. Thank you, Rich O'Toole, for that beautiful, beautiful song we hear every week. B Dubs, what's up, man? Not much, man. You that was a little su- that was a subdued intro. You you are sweating from coffee. I am. I I have that. Uh, I have that thing where I can't see the screen of oh, my. Oh boy! You know, it's kind of blown out. Well, that's just because you're living that healthy lifestyle. Everything coffee. Everything's a little bright. I get it. I understand. There are uh, a couple beers in the refrigerator. I'm uh, I'm considering trying to no, come down. No, with one. no, 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 no. May thirtieth, New York City. Come to my show, guys. It would mean a fuck ton. That's the. I'm gonna promo. I'm gonna promo this shamelessly. May thirtieth at Littlefield in Brooklyn. Come watch me do an hour of stand-up comedy that uh, hopefully leads to me getting an hour special you're okay. putting that right at the top brooks I, I don't give a fuck i'm shamelessly promoting this this shit okay that's gonna, right. that's gonna cost you extra see Fortunate, you there for, fortunately you uh we're recording at my place uh this week and i bribed brooks with a uh, pool time you did you go you go we can you're like you want me to come over or you can do it at mine and then pool after and i was like well yes pool after and then the best part is our friend maddie ryan is staying in town at the roosevelt and so after i'm done with your pool i'm going to his pool you're double dipping i'm double dipping literally double dipping double dipping i'm just you're gonna get you're just gonna get warmed up here at my casual pool and then you're gonna go over to the sexy hollywood pool sexy hollywood pool yeah really show it off Mm -hmm, exactly uh creeping on everybody brooks is in his house yeah exactly it's gonna be great and then tonight i'm going to uh the premiere of tolkien the movie uh, where George R. R. Martin is doing a moderate moderating a QA afterwards. And uh, I am just gonna raise my hand and be like, when you made the Game of Thrones, <laughs> how come the dragons are cool? And he's gonna be like, well, we're here to talk about Tolkien, the film. I'm like, fuck this movie. I wanna talk about your show. I already told you that. 
Uh, George R. R. Martin loves to talk football more than he likes to talk about Game of Thrones. Yeah. And people get pissed <laughs> off. And if I went, I would be the guy like, so what do you think about Sam Darnold? What Is a- he really going to pay off at QB this year? Are the Jets th- going to suck or not? <laughs> what do you think about their six-round pick? Do you think I should still keep uh, uh, this guy's on my <laughs> fantasy team? <laughs> yes. Yes. Very exciting. Let's get into trying to do my thing. All right. Uh, Brooks, I got in a fight with uh, some people on Twitter because I said that all NRA members circle jerk on a pancake to start every meeting, and then the guy with the smallest dick has to eat it at gunpoint. (laughs) I mean, that's pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, there were a bunch of dummies on there who got real mad. Yeah. But what I loved about it is that they weren't bots, and instead of just being mad in general, they actually like pushed for proof. Like they pushed oh, wow. like, we, we, and it, anytime someone asks for proof, that means that they might kind of believe it. Oh boy. Oof. <laughs> this one guy got so mad that I finally, he's like, I need proof. You can't just make up facts. I need proof. So I did a screenshot of a, of the Breitbart uh, homepage mm-hmm. and then Photoshopped it. To oh, say that as the headline and, great. and send it back to him. And then he went away. That's great. <laughs> which, which I like the idea that this guy might have seen that and was just, oh, no. 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 He knows. He's just, he just, he, I, I like to think he just realizes he's dealing with a guy with a lot of time on his hands. It took me two seconds. I did it on oh, Canva. Okay. I okay. literally did it in between the tweets. Okay. Because okay, okay. I knew he was going to ask for it. Okay. So I had it ready to go. All right. Right in, the, right in the chamber. So it didn't look like I went off and then made this. It was just I like, here know. it is, man. I don't know. This it guy made, must be very dumb. It made me laugh. It made That's me great. Laugh. Yeah. Twitter fight. Twitter beefs are fun. I And then at the end, like, I'm not mean about it. I'm like, hey, thanks for playing along. You know, this was fun. Later, no, dude. XO. No, I love XO. it. No. I love it. I love it. I found out I got ba- I'm banned from Hyenas uh, Comedy Club in Dallas, in Dallas, and I tried to start a Twitter fight with them, and they wouldn't even <laughs> respond. I go, I was like, hey, that's uh, no fun. I go, just found out I'm banned from all of the at at Hyenas Comedy Club. Not Hyenas, Brooks. Yeah, and in in Dallas, <laughs> that's and your I, bread and butter. And I go, I go, it's wild. Like, how can you ban someone from a place they'd never return? Uh, that's like getting kicked out of an Applebee's that made you throw up. Uh, and you then puked from food poisoning all over our restroom. This fucking you can it, never come back. If you live around Dallas, fuck Hyenas Comedy Club. <laughs> wow. It's run by the two whatever brothers, is what I call them. <laughs> fucking. Don't know how their their comedy clubs are basically in abandoned party cities. They're in strip malls in fucking Plano. They're <laughs> idiots. So what's your? This is so now you have beef with. Uh, I have beef, but they don't even return the beef. I know, but you have beef with the place in Florida now. Well, just the University of Florida. University of Florida. That's not just. That's the whole. That's all the student. That's the student body there. You're, you've added to the list hyenas. Hyenas. In Dallas, in Dallas, and then um, there's an issue with the Laugh Factory, I believe. No, no, no. Laugh Factory is great. I, uh, I just, I got all that happened at the Laugh Factory was like I bombed a set because a guy pissed me off. <laughs> right. Uh, and then I went. I just did the Laugh Factory Saturday and had a fucking awesome time. Oh, see, you thought before. I thought that, that they, I had, you'd be in Trubs. I thought I'd be in Trubs, but they were. I, they, I, I forgot that like the staff likes when. Um, 
I call out asshole like members of the crowd. Right, because if the, you work at a comedy club, you you're bored by people yeah. going up there and just doing a good job. Yeah, and, and they saying were, like, the jokes for the same fucking millionth time. So yeah, so if you're a server at a comedy again. club and somebody's just like, I'm gonna sync this whole set, you're like, all right, this is exciting. I haven't seen somebody purposefully just ruin everyone's time. Uh, but I just did it Saturday and had a fucking really great time. See, there you go. You and then I around. talked with Jimmy Masada afterwards, who owns it, and we had a nice chat. That guy, I like him a lot. He's cool. Me and the laugh factory are back on it yeah they're they're no hyenas the hyenas suck so bad how many I, hyenas comedy clubs there's are there? three of them they're all in dallas but you know there's what else three is in comedy dallas clubs in dallas yeah but there's you know what else is in dallas the addison improv which is an amazing comedy club that i perform at so fuck hyenas uh that's not even me doing my thing my thing was i ate weed and went to a concert i'd never of a band i'd never heard of and <laughs> Do you hung remember out what the name is uh big red machine okay it's like named after the, the cincinnati reds i don't know it's uh a com it's like a um super group of uh bonnie Vare, that guy okay. justin vernon and then the guitarist bon from uh the national uh so like oh, so that's cool right but but it was like... You didn't know the songs. I didn't know any of the songs, and I was high out of my mind, and like it was wider than anything I'd ever been to. Like, like I like white music. I like My Morning Jacket. <laughs> I like The National, but Bon Iver is like just, weirdly white. I just picture like the old... Remember the old Onion uh, quotes, and then it was just a, a guy's head, and then mm -hmm. underneath... I like white music. Brooks yeah. Whelan. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying like, I admit I like white music, but this was too white. Do you know what I mean? Like I was sure. like, I would never go to a Bon Iver concert. Like I, I, I mean, I, the guy seems cool. He's from Wisconsin, but like, I'm not going to his concert. It was just, my girlfriend's cousin is very into it. So it went, so I was stoned and I couldn't even complain about how much fun I wasn't having because her cousin was having fun. And uh, that's rude. So I hung out by the garbage cans. <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me of the time that Carl Welzine goes to see Steely Dan in Detroit and eats some Rice Krispie treats with weed in them that he buys on the street. Yeah. And then he has to spend the entire concert in the toilet. And then after he goes back and he finds Dave and his brother Al and they're uh, asleep in the Sebring and they've been urinated on and they're <laughs> covered in Taco trash. Bell on them, yeah. I think that's the, the last, that might be the last chapter that went up on the Patreon is the uh, the Steely Dan episode. Yeah. There's the Steely Dan chapter. There's two new chapters that I have recorded that I just haven't had time to chop. Uh, I'm just going to drop them both this week instead of stretching them out because yeah. I'm a week behind and I feel bad about it. And then I watched Game of Thrones after that concert. And oh, boy. A fucking great time. You know what that is, Brooks? That is one episode of a television show that is an entire action movie. It was, yeah. No. That's wild. Think, think, think about that. Like, no, action movies come out like one at a time and they go to a theater and it's a big deal. They made, that's how good that show is, no, is no. that just one episode is a full great action movie. No, it's more than a full great action movie because right. it, we didn't need any context. There was no setup. That's there was what I'm no saying. ending. I mean, there was an ending, but there was no like, hey, let's introduce these characters. It was just straight to right. there's a no, war. There's no fucking the around longest with love interest. The or longest that continuous shit. war scene I've, that's ever, that has to have ever been put either in film or television. It was like an hour and 20 minutes of a war. It, it was banging. awesome. And I was freaked, Brooks, because you know how, you know how much I, I talk about it all the time, probably too much, I, how much I love NFL and fantasy mm -hmm. football. I was all set to watch the NFL draft. Yeah. I had a sixer. 
Oh, that's. I nice. had uh, I had some chips. Yep. And I Ooh. knew Melissa wouldn't be home for like two hours, so I could uh-huh. peacefully watch it without the anxiety of like knowing that she's watching something that she fucking hates. And then after the first pick, my Wi-Fi went out. Oh, and it I'm was sorry. and it was out until Sunday morning. Oh no. Brooks. So you, you had know, anxiety that you were gonna miss Game of Thrones? Game, Game of Thrones, like you know, I can wait for Barry. I can wait a day or two for Vice. But you gotta watch Game of Thrones day of, dude. You gotta watch it day of, or you can't even go on social media. No, I was freaking out at the Anyone concert. who complains about spoilers, if you didn't watch it, that's your problem. Don't go on spo- social media. Dude, I was the next so, day or day of, yeah, what have you? You can't even, because I was on social media, like I was bored at the concert and it's airing, and I'm like, I can't, I have to watch the concert because I can't go on Twitter because I looked at Twitter and somebody, I saw one post that had the Night King sitting on the Iron Throne, which is a sport, which is a fake spoiler. Yeah. And I was like, no, (laughs) so I was so mad. So I was stoned by the garbage can. Furious. Uh, Yeah. It was, oh my gosh. Here's the worst part. Here's the biggest doing my thing possible is as we're leaving the concert, I call Domino's and I try to do my whole, uh, I work at Domino's in Iowa. <laughs> you don't know about this? No. It's my new thing. I always call Domino's or Papa John's. I'm like, hey, you know, I work, I work at the, I'm the, and I claimed, uh, I claimed I was the. You say you're just in town? <laughs> I was the district manager of Northeast Iowa um, Domino's chains. I like I this, I wanted Brooks. a special deal. <laughs> and the guy's like, what are you talking about? And he hung up on me. And then I called and I was like, I was just hung up on my name. It's like Dave Ortega. <laughs> I managed the the Northeast Iowa region of the Domino's pizza chains. I'm in town for the big meeting. Do you know, like, do you know John Chang? Do you know John Chang? And the guy's like, I don't know. I was like, well, I'm going to tell John Chang. And I want pizza. And then he's like, Jesus Christ. And then um, Gabrielle was like, you're embarrassing me. How can she be embarrassed? You're on the phone. No, because her cousin was there watching this happen. Oh, yeah. That's not embarrassing. That's just showing what a power move badass sure, you are. Yeah, it didn't work. Uh, it didn't. I want to do this. Oh, uh, It's really fun because I used to work at Papa John's and if people would call in, they'd be like, what are your specials? And I would just be like, what do you want? Because there's a lot of different specials. Right. And then like they would tell me what they want. I'd be like, okay, this is what we have. Like, There's more specials than what they just offer. You know, there's like sure. deeper specials. So I call in and I want the deep specials. The deep special. Yeah. I want the, secret, I want the college secret. special, the $1.99 large. Then I also forget I haven't worked there in 16 years and it might be different now. I like that. I might just start doing that yeah. anyway. Hey, man, I work even at the Domino's. I, even when I don't want the pizza, I work I'm, at just the gonna, I'm just going to call up and say that. I want like some ultra deal. Like I want yeah. my 75% hey, man, man uh, district manager yes. special. No, exactly. They're man. never going to give it to me. No, it's fun. It, it, it sounds has, fun. It's, it hasn't worked once since I've been like out of Iowa, but I always try it. Dave fun. Ortega. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dave Ortega. I don't know if you've district heard of me. District manager. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. I so, demand yeah. I, the super secret special. You know what that is, right? It's the triple bacon with the pepperoni well, underneath the cheese. Okay. I want that. And I want that 75% deal. The I'm worst part is 10 minutes. Or the worst less. part is they're like, all right, what do you want? And then I'm like, have to go to Gabrielle. I'm like, what do you want? And she's like, I want double pineapple. And she hands up like one, like 11 topping pizza. I'm like, do you got any 11 topping pizza deals? They're like, no, <laughs> that's just everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a deal. 
Oh, boy. Let's get into some power foods. That's a good segue. Okay. Uh, I'm going to bring a recipe to the table today, Brooks. Very exciting. Uh, it's from uh, OG Daddy Dave, Saginaw brother, family member. Uh, he, he's doing a little kettle thing with his, with his wife. And uh, he shared with me this jalapeno popper chicken casserole, which I'm very excited about, Brooks. I'm going to make what? this. I'm going to make this. This sounds fucking dynamite. That's just you get you get two pounds of boneless, skinless chicken breast. You chop that shit up. You put on like a half teaspoon, teaspoon garlic powder. Don't measure it. Just dump it on there. You're going to need eight ounces of cream cheese. Just one of those packs softened. You're going to need about five, six jalapeno fresh peps. Uh, four ounces of sharp cheddar cheese. Again, I just use the whole fucking bag and a half cup of crumbled bacon. Take a 375 degree oven, throw the chicken in the bottom of the Pyrex, cover it with the garlic powder, mix it with the cream cheese, uh, get it soft and room temp, maybe just touch it in the microwave for a second. And then uh, you could always use real garlic also if you'd like to. Spread that over the chicken and then uh, get all that shit loose and conversational. Then you layer on the sliced or the chopped jalapenos, uh, then the rest of the cream cheese, and then hit it with the shredded cheddar cheese. You bake it for 40 to 45 minutes. You take it out of the oven after five minutes. Then you sprinkle the bacon on, put it back in, get it crisp and warm. But here's what I'm thinking, Brooks. I'm going to take this whole recipe. I'm going to chop all that shit up when I make it, and I'm just going to make a dip. I'm going to make jalapeno, chicken jalapeno popper dip, and I'm going to eat that with Frito Scoops, which I'm very excited because Frito Scoops has a new jalapeno flavor. They didn't have this before, Brooks. I brought a bag this week. This is not brought to you by Fritos. This is just me. That's great. Uh, and just, uh, I'll, just, put, I'll put that recipe up on the up on the Insta at Power Moves Podcast. Yeah, put that up. That sounds great. Sounds I just great. got offered a movie that I auditioned for yesterday, <laughs> but I haven't, but I didn't read it. So I got to read it now. You got to read what? The movie before they were like, do you want to do, they want you to do the movie. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I didn't read it. So now I got to read it. You're just I, getting, you're getting a blind offer for a film. Bro. No, I went in and auditioned for it. I read my part. Right. But you didn't read the rest of the film. Yeah. And if they're just offering it to me, it makes me not believe in the movie that much. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be true. Yeah. I was like, I was like, this movie must be bad. Uh, so I got to go read that. Okay. That's like anytime someone, you know, uh, uh, contacts me or reaches out like hey do you want to do this i'm like well no this i went in and met with the director yesterday <laughs> it was an eight page scene i worked on it i did thought i did well yeah and uh it's i but i never get offered anything so then they're like yeah yeah they want you and now i'm like well god let me go make sure i'm not this isn't like a fucking <laughs> alt-right movie <laughs> well that's dynamite brooks congrats sure. maybe uh, Maybe congrats. Yeah. Until you knows. find out, like later in the script, that uh, you got to get your butthole fingered or something. Like, yeah, that actually Which, sounds pretty. That sounds anti alt right. That's great. Well, maybe it's not in a good way. Uh, also, Big Hero <laughs> Six new season premieres Monday. Book's got a lot of promos this week. I don't. I don't care. I'm shameless about it. But making moves. Yeah, that's a power move. Is just go on someone's podcast and just promote yourself. Uh -huh. All right. That dip sounds delicious. Sounds like a great thing. What are you most excited for? That's a great dip for fucking Game of Thrones. I think it is. I think here's my thing about Game of Thrones. There's, we only get three more episodes left. Yeah. There's three more episodes of what has been my favorite television show of all time. There's only three of them. Each one's a movie. I'm treating each one of them like a fucking like like. Hey man, I don't care about calories today. It's a Sunday. It's Game of Thrones day celebrate i'm gonna make that dip it sounds delicious you know what brooks that's a good idea yeah we only get we only have get three more of these in our life that's gonna be that's gonna be the the, the dip or mm -hmm. the dish for this episode and then i'll have a new one 
for the sec- Ooh, second to last yes. and then one for the last. Yes. I mean, you how, take pictures of it, you how put it often on the Instagram? does it, a Game of Thrones style show happen? Let's go through them real quick. For me, like Breaking Bad felt that way, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's not and it's not as good, you know? It's not it's not, it's the not a battle. Same. It's great. It's fantastic. It's a different type of television. It's a different show. type of but It's I'm like saying, comparing steak and tacos, you 100%. Know? or uh, I don't know, fucking corned beef and pizza. But it's like it's like Sopranos. Sopranos top tier. But I'm saying like it's just like how often do you get to finish a series like this? Very 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 rarely do you get to experience television at the level of the of the ending of a game of thrones of the yes. end of a soprano of, of like the a, end of a breaking bad yes like uh my, I, t- I had lunch with my friend josh the pulse of pop culture it's so important right now it's so fun too it's good it's not like everybody's decided on something shitty no it's great for everyone to enjoy something and then you run into people who are like ah, i'll just binge it all later i'm like you're not in the club josh okay josh rabinowitz is a hilarious comedian uh, i had uh, lunch with him yesterday and he's He's in his own personal hell right now because he's in a race to catch up in mm-hmm. order to be able to watch the final episode with the world. And he's like, it's so hard. He's like, Joffrey just died before we had lunch. <laughs> and he's like, that blew me away. I go, oh man, you're so far behind. Yeah, Big big Toilet is currently doing the, like because Box has not caught up and mm-hmm. Big Toilet Wants to tell Box what happens so bad. And he's sending videos where he's just like, I need you to watch this, motherfucker. I'll fucking kill you. Yeah. I mean, guys, celebrate each Sunday. You must. Each was, we got three more left. You got to. And if you don't like it, that's fine, but don't say it sucks. Let's get into some power news. And you can say it sucks. I don't know why I care. You know what I mean? People who just say that sucks, burns, and you're like, you just didn't. When I just- say it's time for power news, you can use. Look, Daddy, I'm sorry. I got excited about Thugway. I got excited about Arya Stark. There are plenty of other uh, Game of Thrones only podcasts. <laughs> there's literally, Daddy, there's literally 700,000 of the same uh, uh, recap show out there on the podcast, and uh, you could just not even look at your pot, your at your iTunes. You could just click randomly, and <laughs> one of them is going to be a recap show where someone talks about Game of Thrones. That's true. We've just talked about just enough to be in the social consciousness. All right. Okay. Power news you can use. All right. This is an update from Daddy George. You don't remember the kid, the the uh, massive middle finger in Vermont Brooks from a, a few episodes ago, where the guy built yes. a giant like twelve foot middle yeah. finger. Guess who wants one, Brooks? Kid Rock. What? Kid Rock has ordered one oh, <laughs> from this guy for his house in Nashville. That's fucking wild. This is so. Kid Rock's a listener to the podcast. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it only makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I guess he says uh, the rock star called him. This guy says Kid Rock did call. And uh, then he, this is what Kid Rock said. Hey, Ted, Merry Christmas. It's Bob Ritchie, Kid Rock. <laughs> I like your style. Thanks for getting us the info on that middle finger. I got to have one of those on my property here in Nashville. <laughs> I'm turning to Mitch Hedberg wow. for a second there. Well, I mean, Mitch Hedberg <laughs> reads in bullet points. Kid Rock. Doesn't have a line, man. Kid Rock no. never stops being the most Kid Rock that he can be. Right. He said that it'll be like in the next month, he's got to build this giant middle finger statue for Kid Rock's backyard. Mm-hmm. Kid Rock, I mean, he, first, he was already Kid Rockish. 
And then he decided to go with the mustache and the glasses look and got even more Kid Rock. And yeah. now he's putting in giant middle figure statues in his backyard. It's fucking wild, man. He's shameless. Yeah, he's I'm 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 headed that way. We talk about Kid Rock like Kid Rock does a lot of uh, Trump support and and that's one of those things I'm like it's not he's not real, man, and you might look at it as well you shouldn't encourage that and maybe that is wrong, but Kid Rock is just a professional wrestler. He is a pro wrestler. Uh, he's doing did you a, see he's a, he's a, he's Speaking a of the NFL draft, did you see that Trump congratulated the number 2 pick? Mm -hmm. But not Kyler Murray? It's it's wild. <laughs> I was like, I was like, there's nothing worse. If you are singled out and given praise by Donald Trump, you've done something terrible. There's probably something bad. He, I looked into it. The dude called a Colin, Colin Kaepernick a bozo and uh, said that Black Panther was the worst Marvel movie ever. <laughs> I did see that. So this guy's like, a huge wow. racist Trump supporter. It's wild, and man. So, and uh, Trump's like, I like this guy. Stay. He's told him to stay true to himself. Stay true. <laughs> Make sure that you he insult the number one pick. Insult the uh, the black superhero movie that everyone decided was good. Was good. I'm not. You don't have to say it's the best one. It's definitely better than Iron Man three. Better though. than a lot of things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's better than the Dolph Lundgren Punisher movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just like, dude. And then the other guy, Kyler Murray, he's like, oh, an amazing athlete. He's yeah. going to go pro and yeah. fucking two base. sport athlete. And he's not, he's a top tier athlete. And, and he's no, just not a football player. And he's also, top tier. He's athlete. not like problematic. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's a Heisman trophy winner. Who's fucking really nice. Wild times, Brooks. Oh, it's so funny. Moving Fuck. on. Meth smoking Florida man attacks mattress in jealous rage. Whoa. <laughs> this is from Fort Walton Beach, Florida, by apparently hallucinating. And apparently a hallucinating man used his used a bedpost to attack a mattress where he thought a man was hiding. Uh, uh, the Acaloosa County Sheriff's Office quotes the girlfriend of the 37-year-old Felipe Aquendo as saying that he began acting erratically early Friday. The girlfriend told deputies Aquendo thought she was cheating on him with a man he thought he saw in the mattress in their Fort Walton Beach home. Oh, my God. He thinks that a guy hit in the mattress like J Danny DeVito, like Danny DeVito when he's in the couch. Yes. And, and it's always sunny. He thinks that he got inside the mattress somehow. He rips the bedpost off of the fucking bed with his meth strength and then just starts beating the shit out of the mattress. And then the cops come and arrest him. Yeah, that's wild. I'm really interested in this next story. Um, Man who stole $300 from Kmart recently bought an $8 million island. This guy, I'll just read it. A man who just bought an $8 million island off Key West was arrested Saturday for participating in what police described as a scheme to steal $300 in household items from Kmart. Sometimes like rich people go crazy. Well, remember when love um, to steal stuff. Like in the in that documentary The Jinx where um uh what's that what's the black eyed guys? He has the dark eyes. He, the uh Robert uh, Durst. Robert Durst where he just steals a sandwich even though like yes. he's on the run from the FBI. It's like why'd you do that? Some people are just pieces of shit. Yeah. Officials at Kmart called Key West Police April 5th after they say Andrew Francis Lippy, 59 had purchased several items including a Keurig coffee maker and light bulbs. 
and returned the original boxes for a refund. But police say the boxes were stuffed with other items. For example, store officials said a basketball was inside the Keurig box. What? <laughs> he bought a fucking Keurig like that coffee maker okay. over there, Brooks, at Kmart. He went home, took the coffee maker out, kept it, and then put a basketball inside and tried to return the box to Kmart, thinking that they just wouldn't look inside. What? So he could keep the money. He'd get the money back from the well, Keurig coffee how you maker. Save, that's how you save enough money to buy an island. Apparently. Apparently, maybe this guy's ran hustles like this on the reg for his entire life, and that's why he's got so much dough. Uh, there was a, all the cu- fucking videos of all this happening. Um the Miami Herald reports that Lippy bought Thompson Island, which had been the home to the family of philanthropist Edward B. Knight. Lippy also owns the Real World House in Key West, where MTV shot the 17th season. This guy rules. This guy, <laughs> this guy is way, way out of control. This guy is awesome. Lippy told detectives. I he, like all of this. Yeah, I, these are power moves, good or yeah, bad. These no, these are aren't. He's, dude, I have no moves. problem with stealing from corporations. It's this is if he, he, this guy's a psycho. I've uh, you know after like I I paid more taxes than Amazon did last year. Yeah. I don't feel bad. <laughs> Amazon paid zero. I paid thousands of dollars. Yeah, no, I don't mind. Just don't steal from don't steal from anyone who's gonna. No. You can personally. No one's getting hurt. I don't steal, okay. But if you're going to do it from a faceless corporation, right? You know what I mean. Totally do it fine. where like the board members will will maybe. They're not going to notice. They have it. insurance for yeah. all that shit. Yes, yeah. they if you do. want to steal from Walmart, go ahead. Yeah, That's, I'm not saying to. I'm just saying. I'm if saying you want don't to, steal from I mom and care. pop shops, though. No, absolutely, never do that. Never do that. That's, that's evil. Yes, Walmart stealing good. Mom I'm going to be like stealing. I'm going to bad. If you show up with a bag of chicken that you stole from Walmart, I'm going to grill it. But if you steal with a bag of chicken stole from Sam's grocery, I'm going like, to take it fucking back. But. Also, I have to note if it's a large corporation restaurant situation, don't don't fuck around in there because the server is going to take. Yeah, no, this is a big difference between service industry and buying a fucking basketball and returning back a Keurig machine or whatever's happening. Anyway, Lippy told detectives he did not change out any of the items before returning them. Uh huh. (laughs) According to the arrest report, he also told detectives the clerk should have known there was no coffee maker inside the box because of its weight. He also told officers he returned the light bulbs because they cost too much, and he did not realize they'd been switched. <laughs> so he's saying he opened up all the fucking light bulbs and was like, wait a minute, these cost way too much. Oops, I accidentally put some other light bulbs in there and are broken. I'm going to take these back. I don't know. Also, I don't have any basket. I, how did a basketball get into this fucking Keurig box that I'm taking back? I, how, how would I know? I don't know. I'm just a billionaire who owns a fucking island in the real world house. One time, my grandma tried to buy a like a suitcase from Kohl's. And mm-hmm. they opened it up and it was filled with baby clothes. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> and my grandma was like, what the fuck? And they're like, held my grandma. They're like, and like, I know my grandma. And I'm 99% sure she's not stealing baby clothes. Right. Uh, <laughs> but 1% of me is like, is grandma stealing baby clothes? Uh-huh. <laughs> but I believe like. Maybe she has a secret. No, no. But it was just, maybe I it like wasn't. steal. No. <laughs> and if that's the case, hilarious. But it's not the case. But she, she had to be like, I don't know. There's, I don't have babies. <laughs> uh, I don't even have grandchildren who have babies yet. Like, it was very comical. Here's but, a wild tip If is that. Like, Target will take back anything. So, let's say 
you buy like a mirror or you buy an appliance and it gets thrown into a back corner of your closet and you never use it and the box is covered in fucking dust or you don't even have the box anymore. Maybe you don't even have the receipt. They don't care. It's not worth it for them to have to deal with any sort of hassle. And if you go to those, you know, hourly workers in the when you walk into a Target in the return section. Say your name's Dan Ortega. Say your name's Dan Ortega. <laughs> You're the regional manager of the Iowa Dominoes. Eastern <laughs> Iowa, Northeast Iowa. They'll take back fucking anything. I've done it. I've moved out of places and like, oh my God, I have this fucking uh, Swiffer from from three years ago mm -hmm. and it's open but i kind the box is kind of just they'll take it back i gotta go to target by the way uh, listeners if any of you have any recommendations on the kern river i'm going camping there this weekend uh tweet them at me i like cool little swimming hole spots woman shot husband dead after seeing porno on tv <laughs> what <laughs> huh she finds out this what she, hold on read that again woman shot husband dead after seeing porn oh, on TV. I thought she said after seeing him in a porn. No, no, but she finds out this dude was watching porno. Man, women ain't fucking around anymore, Brooks. You got to straighten up and fly right. Okay. Patricia Hill is on trial in Arkansas, accused of murdering her 65-year-old husband, Frank, at their home. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, poor Frank. Frank. He, just, he just wanted to get his tug on. Jeez Louise. A woman flew into a rage and fatally shot, fatally shot her husband after seeing a bill that showed a porn channel had been added to their TV account. This guy, and I love that he's an old guy who doesn't know that you can just watch endless free porno whenever you well, want. Yeah, it's like how Fred Willard went to like a porno place to jerk it like Pee Wee Herman right. did in the 90s. Like, Fred, but What are you doing, man? There's nothing, on. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. That's why they're all there. But Yeah, no, it's just, but it's like, uh, no, it's just, it's like somebody needs to teach Fred how to fucking log onto a computer. According to the local paper, the Pine Bluff Commercial, <laughs> I love that. I love local papers, Brooks. I love when these are from local papers. Oh, yeah. Prosecutors say she had previously canceled the pornography channel and shot Mr. Hill twice after seeing it had been added again to their satellite oh TV bill. Oh my gosh. This guy was horno as fuck, man. No, no. He added it back on like, you're not taking away my spank material, baby. I mean, this is when divorce is okay. <laughs> Defense attorney Bill James told the court that doctors would testify about Patricia Hill's mental state, and then she saw the porn as a personal affront. <laughs> he was found dead on July 28th, 2018. That's fucking nuts. He was found in a shed with Wait. a gunshot wound to the upper and lower body. So she pulled him out to the shed? She smokes him twice because not even she didn't even see him watching porno or him tugging his pigwig <sighs> dick. She... Saw it on a bill. Like, maybe the cable company made a mistake? Who knows? Boy. And she shot him twice, then drug his dead body out to the shed. Or what if he was just in the shed? I just and put she was this just in like, here. Got the bill. I got the bill, Frank. I'll tell you what he should have been doing. Barbara, no. He should have just been in the shed with some porn mags, like, a, like, a, like old school style, mm -hmm. tugging it out there, yeah. wiping it up with some old motor oil rags. And then she would have never had a problem or even known. I mean, I don't like this power move. Murder is not a power move. No, no. I mean, t it is bad, but I would yeah. say that it is. She didn't like something. She right. took care of it. She murdered a guy. The, the lesson here, mm -hmm. don't shoot your husband for any reason, unless he's trying to shoot you. How's that? Or tries to or beat you up or kills you. Don't kill anyone. How about that? New Jersey woman turns to arson after becoming an odd one out in a threesome. 
This is my favorite story. Yeah, this is the scariest part <laughs> of any threesome possibility. Woodbury. This is uh, New Jersey. A woman who felt she got second-class treatment after a threesome retaliated by trying to burn down her boyfriend's home. Tisha Young, 33, showed up at Woodbury Police Headquarters Tuesday to confess that she set the April 7th fire, uh, according to probable cause affidavit. Young told police she agreed to a threesome with her boyfriend and another woman on April 6th, but seethed with anger after her boyfriend sent her home in a cab while letting the other woman stay. This is is the absolute opposite way to handle a threesome. See, I look, look, baby, I got like, you know, this new piece is is pretty sweet. So uh, why don't I get you a cab? Doesn't even get a Lyft or an Uber. I was was outlining this uh, like extended version of the short film that I made where a guy and his girlfriend go um, to Alaska, this girl he met. And uh, they, they, she runs into her ex-boyfriend and then they decide to have a threesome. But then uh, my character blows it right away, like way too early and then just watches them bone. And he's so sad. Just sitting there. Yeah. He's like, oh boy. Hey, just being cucked. Yeah. Boy. Just cuck me. I can't uh, hold in my goop. He's just so sad. And then he leaves. The next day, Young returned to Woodbury feeling like she needed to hurt somebody, (laughs) according to the affidavit. She told police she was going through a lot and decided to burn his house down. (laughs) After a stop at the Conoco gas station to buy matches and lighter fluid, Young went to her boyfriend's duplex to carry out her plan. Young emptied the lighter fluid uh, under the front door, lit a tissue with a match, and tossed it towards the door. Jesus. Yeah. She even demonstrated in the interview how she sprayed the lighter fluid on and underneath the door. After starting the fire, she threw the container of lighter fluid on the way to her cousin's home. Throughout the, throughout the container, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Young's boyfriend was sleeping inside the East Center Street duplex when he heard the fire alarms and called 911. Young told police she heard the sirens of responding fire trucks, then fell asleep at her cousin's home. <laughs> Time for a snooze. Because my plan is going according. Who could go to sleep after you just lit a house on fire? Sociopath. And it's a duplex. Oh, gosh. It's not just one person. There's other person in there. Crazy. It caused excessive damage. Like six people had to get out of there. She's charged with aggravated arson, aggravated assault, criminal mischief, and other offenses. But also, if you're going to have a threesome, you don't kick your girlfriend out. Put her in a cab. Because you want alone time with the other babe. That's what happens. This is what could happen to you. You got to fucking not play with people's emotions that way. Not to get into some P-mail. Okay. Dear Mike and Brooks, as a fellow daddy from the Midwest who now lives in Europe. See, that makes me feel good, man. Someone's, someone's over in Europe listening to the show. What a... I mean, finding out there was a he likes fine culture. Yeah, finding out there was a Power Moves podcast has helped kill off some of the homesickness for this Hoosier daddy. Indiana dude, listen to this show makes him feel better about being all 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 so far away. So far nice? in the snooty Europe, your weekly pod helps me helps take me back when the times were simpler and the cold ones were abundant. Also, I love listening to Entry Level with Brooks. Between the two of you, my daily train ride to work gets one thousand percent better for two hours every week. Daddy's helping daddies, isn't that nice? And he's listening to this right now. Isn't that beautiful, Brooks? Beautiful thing. So nice. Speaking of simpler times, my power move goes back almost 20 years. When I was a junior in college at a small Midwestern lib arts school, 
I shared a house with five other guys that was just off campus, and although no one would ever confuse us for Animal House, we did enjoy a good house party. One of my housemates happened to work at the health center on campus. During freshman orientation, the health center always had a kiosk on the quad where they'd pass out flyers about flu shots, healthy eating, etc., etc. But for some reason during orientation that year, the health center decided they needed some free swag to hand out to the new recruits, along with the shitty flyers. I don't know the whole backstory here, but somehow they ended up deciding that they were going to hand out health drinks as part of, the, part of this swag bag. And this, this health drink sounds terrible. The health drink in question was called Pulse. It was advertised as an all-natural energy drink and also contained something like 300% of your daily fiber needs. <laughs> this is what you got to give to uh, fucking college students. Stuff that makes you shit more. Like the fucking Schlitz ice and all the other garbage beer you're drinking isn't yeah. going to make it happen anyway. I'm not sure if Pulse came in other flavors, but this particular swag bottle was strawberry kiwi. <laughs> I've since tried to find Pulse, if Pulse is still in circulation, but it comes up empty. This guy did find it. Pulse does still exist, and it does have all that fiber. He updated me, and uh, they don't make strawberry kiwi anymore, though. My housemate had to work a shift at said kiosk during orientation. Maybe it shouldn't have been surprising, but apparently nobody wanted the strawberry kiwi energy drink, and at the end of the day, they had fucking 50 cases of this stuff. So they load up his Honda Civic with all the Pulse and take it to their house. Of course, it doesn't take them long to break into the Pulse. Of course, like The only way I can describe the taste was that it was a less thick version of a fruit smoothie with a very distinct iron aftertaste. <laughs> So naturally, this quickly led us to using Pulse as a mixer for other cheap booze. A personal favorite was Pulse and Skoll. <laughs> Ooh, Skoll vodka. That's so fucking gross. Not even dip. Nah, no. Nah. Dip. S K O L uh, vodka is like. But I thought that's also Skoll is a dip. Uh, I believe the Skoll dip is S K O A L. Correct. Yeah, I think you're right. But Skoll vodka is like. If you see like a drunk Polish dude who's almost dead on the sidewalk, they drink uh, they drink Skoll vodka. Okay. But as mentioned, drinking the Pulse always, and I mean always, came with a price tag. Since it has 300% of your daily fiber needs, one bottle of Pulse would give you at best an afternoon of ungodly gas and gut bubbles. <laughs> More than one bottle, and you might as well cancel the rest of your plans for that day because you were going to spend it on the toilet emptying every bit of liquid your body has out of the old exit pipe. So we spent most of that semester using the Pulse as a bit for an inside gag with the house. For instance, when we played video games or ping pong in the basement, it was standard practice for the loser to have to drink a bottle of Pulse. I don't see how this, how this is like, this makes everyone lose. No, that's pretty great. When everyone drinks the Pulse, when anyone drinks Pulse, it's going to be a bad gas situation. And that's not helping things. Oh, that's actually fun. I, we all we used to smoke salvia in college, and we, uh, it was then we, we all stopped after like two times because uh, I was like, I don't like this. Uh, we should have made it punishment if someone fucked up. All right, you have to smoke salvia, and we get to watch you just trip <laughs> balls for ninety seconds. Uh, it's got to be. I, I've never seen it happen. You've never seen anybody do, nope. smoke salvia. I don't want any part of it, dude. You slobber all over yourself and basically go into space. Yeah. 
I smoked salvia in the back of a car one time and I thought that the car that the car was going faster than my body and like I felt like I was in a Ferris wheel that went up above the car so I was watching above Ugh. Interstate 80 while the car was driving away from my body and I was screaming and uh, and uh, yeah it was it was terrifying yeah I can't have that man my brain is my brain is just barely holding on I can't I can't have any reality breaks like that another time I thought I was getting like I was in a book that was being flipped like a comic book <laughs> I was in the pages. Oh my and God. One other time I got pulled into an episode of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It was nuts. That's fucking crazy, man. It was like so wild. We would just do it. It sounds kind of fun, but I think I think it's I would like be funnier to see someone do it than to do just, it. Uh, I've seen people like videos. Just slobber. Videos. You slobber <laughs> and fall down. Yeah, it was uh that was a that was a month. It was about a month of our of our lives freshman year of college. Fast forward to Christmas that year. We decided to throw a house Christmas party. They made their way over to the Aldi. They got Christmas cookies, hot dogs, chips, pretzels, etc. It's going to be an amazing spread. And, of course, there was Christmas punch. So they picked up a ton of knockoff Sprite at the Aldi along with a bunch of rainbow sherbet and cheap vodka. All we needed was the pulse to give it that distinct kick. After dumping all the ingredients into a huge punch bowl, we were ready to entertain our festive guests. Party went great. We had a packed house and many a hot dog was eaten in carnal pleasures embraced under the old mistletoe. The party happened to be on a Saturday night. Fast forward to Monday and we started to learn the gravity of our mistake. I don't want to sound like I'm embellishing, but between my five roommates and myself, we had at least 30 different people come up to us over the course of the next few days, complaining that they'd gotten food poisoning at our <laughs> Christmas party. <laughs> Several yeah. graphic stories were exchanged regarding <laughs> explosive diarrhea, hours spent on the john and the like. We tried our best to put on a somber face and give our sincerest apologies, but inside every single one of us knew what happened. The Pulse Piper had come to collect on those poor ignorant party patrons. Please don't use my name when you hopefully regale this tale of power moves gone Uh, wrong. Yeah. There's probably still a few daddies and lady daddies who, if they knew the truth, would be pretty steamed to learn that they had about three months worth of fiber (laughs) poured down their gullet (laughs) on that fateful December evening. Keep up the great work. Please don't use my name. <laughs> um, my friend's favorite thing to do is put out a bowl of Skittles with like, I mean, a bowl of M&Ms with like five Skittles in it. And people are just like, what the just, fuck? Or you just think that you broke your teeth. Yeah, no, it's it really, it's really jarring. Uh, well, you poisoned people, sir. Great job. We decided one time to build a, an, an entire uh, uh, pool table. A pyramid of natural ice in in a, a college house that I lived in, and we couldn't stop until it was a full pyramid covering mm-hmm. the entire pool table. Our house was a sewer, Brooks. No, it's bad. It, it gets was bad. a sewer. It like smells like the recycling center. The ho- the house smelled like it the gets worst. Hot and the farts that were happening. Nah, all no, right, dude. People would come over and leave. Yeah, I don't, because I get it. it made everyone so fucking sick. Yeah. Never drink natural ice. No. Never ever. Natural ever. ice is oof. Home shenanigans. Rome shenanigans. Rome shenanigans. shenanigans. I love a Rome shenanigans. What's up, daddy? Canadian daddy bad boy who's a Carl fan from way back. RIP to that silky smooth soul brother, Peanut. Rest in peace, Peanut, man. We miss you, dog. Love the podcast. It's led me to listening to Entry Level C. Ooh, we got a little crossover. Cross-contamination. Going back to check out the gentleman scumbags and even listening to old episode of Pete Holmes podcast that featured Burns, Brido, and other Chicago comedians to provide the bold flavors I crave. It's fun. That's, that's fun. We talked about it's so much fun about your show is if you, you like a comic, 
you can probably find it on your on your roster. Yeah, if you like a comedian, they have been on entry level. It's a good chance. I mean, very good chance. I, if you like, you, you there's someone. Them, I'm not going to say lot. I've had everybody, but you will find someone you like on entry level. I've been meaning to write in for months now, but always end up getting busy or procrastinating, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. As such, I'll save those stories for another time and get right into the story. I think you might enjoy. So, when I was 17 in the summer of 2003, I believe I'm the same age as Brooks. Ooh, age buddies, 17, huh? 2003. I was born in 86, so who knows? I, I, I would have been, yeah, I would have been, I would turn 17 that Age year. buddies. Yeah, a I'm few, 32. A few friends and I took our 12th grade English course as part of an exchange program in Rome, Italy. Ooh, must be doing well. Yeah, no kidding. You got a fancy daddy. I worked at the in the in the summertime in in college. Oh, this is this is high school. My dad wouldn't let me go to the Wisconsin Dells. I bagged because groceries. he said I needed to make money. <laughs> I I bagged groceries at Kessels. Let alone go. I I didn't get to go on. I didn't get to study abroad in college. I also sorted trash at Kessels in the right. back. Okay, so go on, <laughs> so, fancy daddy. So made to Rome, Italy. You're the you're the type of person who are gonna give us a watch and kick us in the butt. I've never been uh, not not I've never had enough money to ever go to a place like Rome, Italy in my entire life. Yeah, uh, sad boy. I went that once and so dropped well. a bunch of money. It's important to note that fifths of hard liquor in Rome were selling for three euros and bottles of wine for 70 euro cents at the time. And I have no idea what that is. That's a dollar. At that time in Canada, a fifth of booze, which we call 26ers, went for around $25. Yeah, booze in Canada is expensive. So Australia is way worse. Like beer is so expensive. And like Canada's like Beerville, you, you know, it's Beerville, USA is Canada. Great job, Burns. Yeah, way to go, Burns. <laughs> I was not even aware of discount liquor until I went to law school in Michigan and took a good decade off my life with $12 half gallons of Heaven Hill. I have drank a lot of Heaven Hill, Brooks. It's, I've never even heard of it. It's the real, sh there's five o'clock vodka and there's Heaven Hill and both are, I mean, they're like, they make Popov. If you bought Popov, that was like the nice vodka. Oof, that's never good. I remember when I got my job in California, I went and got, um, uh, fat fat tires. The first time I ever spent money on nice beer. Mm -hmm. I was like, "Look, guys, big boy got some nice big beers. <laughs> I got a sixer. Got a sixer. Let's fat tire. Time I, to celebrate. I, I splurged nine dollars for a sixer. So I guess you get a bottle of fucking booze for a buck. Jesus Christ. Needless to say, we were thrilled with these Italian booze prices and laid out. And out of our 31 days there, I spent a maximum two or three days sober. Well, you, you got to do what yeah, you got to do. You're in high school in a, in a place that you get to drink in. It's fantastic. You got to take advantage of the savings also. You're going to kick yourself for the rest of your life if you don't do that. Mm -hmm. You're making money. Anyways, you're one, making money. one night we got up to our usual, shenan usual shenanigans. But for whatever reason, our buddy Donnie ended up way more wasted than everybody else. Fucking Donnie, man. You know Donnie's getting wasted. We were being housed in a hotel with four people per room, and there were about five cool guys on the trip. Four of us were roomed together, so unfortunately, this meant that Donnie got stuck in a room with a bunch of corn cobs who didn't drink and would have rattled him out to the ratted him out to the teacher chaperones if he came back to his room hammered. Oh, As a result, fuck. Donnie slept on the floor of our room most nights. Yeah, no shit. Donnie sounds like a cool party guy. You wanna you gotta hang out with Donnie, man. He's trying to hang out and have a good time. Dude, I had a dork roommate when I was uh, twenty at and I had an internship in Kansas City and I went to go see Wolf Mother. And, woman, uh, I, yeah, woman. I love Wolf Mother. <laughs> or I love their first album. And uh, I needed to borrow my roommate's ID, but he wouldn't let me because he was going to see Sarah Borealis that night. Get and the I was fuck like, out. I fucking hate you so bad. 
but I got it anyway. See Wolf so, Mother, man. Yeah, Wolf Mother, the first album is so good. Woman, yeah. I need a woman. You know, gonna have a woman. All right, all right let's continue. Sorry, <laughs> I, I'm interjecting. On this particular night, he passed out on the floor very early, and the rest of us took offense to his embarrassing behavior. Come on, Donnie, get it together, man. At Lights Out, when the rest of us were going to bed, we decided to express our distaste by taking turns farting in his unconscious face. No, man, none of this. This is, they're 17. This is when you do stuff like that. Oh. 17 is the time to fart. I've never farted in anybody's face. I'm a true, I'm oh. a comedian and I feel Mr. like that's low, that's lowest comedy. Mr. Class. Yeah. <laughs> Too good to fart in someone's face. Yes, I, guess. I am. Immature, I know, but we were 17 and when conscious Donnie could dish it out as well as he could take it in the fart department. Oh boy. I don't know if it was diet or Itali- of Italian food or something serendipitous. But somehow, all four of the other guys in the room had gas at the same time and spent a good five minutes crouching over Donnie oh, no. and blasting bare-assed farts in his face. This is so gross. <laughs> and there's fecal matter in that fart. Four, five, they're just they're they're bukkakiing Donnie's face with fart. There's pellets. a really funny oh, Dead Kevin God. sketch. My friends have a, a sketch group called Dead Kevin, where one of the guys tries to fart in the other guy's face and shits all over him. <laughs> After we'd all run out of gas and our laughter had subsided, we tried to, we retired to our own beds. Danny, Donnie was on the floor nearest my bed, so I took one last glance at him to make sure he was breathing. <laughs> While I was sitting on the edge of the bed about to go to sleep, that's when I thought I noticed a strange shadow being cast over Donnie's face, which didn't seem to add up with the way that the curtains were positioned and the way the moonlight was oh, entering the room. Oh, no. I quickly shouted, guys, turn on the lights. <laughs> they shit on Donnie. When the lights were turned on, it, appar- it had been apparent that there was a small drop about the size of a silver dollar of diarrhea on Donnie's cheek. <laughs> oh, God, if you no. can picture, Oh, no, they did the sketch. If you can picture Robert De Niro's mole, that was what Donnie's face looked like. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I'm but so if the sad. mole was diarrhea. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, am- no, no, no. We immediately shook Donnie awake and yelled, Donnie, man, you've got shit on your face. <laughs> You don't wake him up. You just wipe it off and pretend oh, it never happened. Boy, what are you I'm doing? So, I'm so sad. He drunkenly mumbled something and just grabbed a bed sheet hanging off the bed next to him and attempted to wipe his face. We shouted, no, man, that's actual poo on your face. You got to get up. He went into the bathroom and was still so drunk that he was just squinting at himself in the mirror and started touching his fa- hand to his face and wiping it around. He apparently didn't understand the gravity of the situation because he kind of laughed and said, you guys are fucking with me. And they just kept rubbing it around on his cheek. Eventually, he put some water on his hand and used that to wipe it off, but obviously still didn't get what had taken place. Yeah, just a little bit of water will get someone else's shit off your face, Donnie. and Totally chill. As he walked out of the bathroom to reclaim his spot on the tile floor, I had what I thought at the moment to be my greatest personal moment of comedic time, and it said, Donnie, man... Did you ever get shit faced tonight? <laughs> Ba-dum bump. Hilarious. He went right back to sleep and we laughed uproariously on and off for about the next four hours or so. Every five minutes or so, we'd say, okay, that's enough. We need to go to sleep. But inevitably, someone would start giggling and scream, Donnie got shit on! Oh, <laughs> and the no. whole room would erupt once more. There was no sleep to be had that night. Embarrassingly enough, there's actually a, actually a sequel of sorts to this story involving some of the act of some the same actors, which I'd be happy to share another time if you're a fan of this story. Again, huge fan and keep up the good work. Slam Dangerfield. 
doesn't want to use his real name. Slam Dangerfield, I think that's a, a fine substitute. Sure. Great. Yes. Sounds like you're a lawyer now. You don't need your name out there. That's a long, that's a, those are a couple long stories. Those could have been chopped a little bit, but boy, the payoff. Great job. The Great payoff. job. Great, great P-mail, you guys. I, I enjoy, I, I, I really appreciate when people sit down and really, really get to tip-tapping on them. Mm-hmm. That's, that's near Wonderful. and dear to my heart. Wonderful work. Let's get into some power groove. The Okay. Uh, I was talking to, uh, uh, on the email, um, dude, daddy Matthew sent in a story, I believe last week, um, how he, he heard me on, I think maybe a gentleman scumbags episode, or I think I might've promoted, put it on a dad boner post several years ago, two years ago, um, about how much I like the song, uh, dream house by deaf heaven off their album, sunbather. Uh, I listened to that song for very specific reasons. Like I have, I have, uh, bad bad anxiety problems i i I get depressed etc and this is a very screamy type of song but if you want to listen to it dream house by deaf heaven if you want to kind of meditate with that song and just let the screaming happen and sink into it it has this background melody that starts to surface as you listen to it. Sounds terrible. It's it's a it's a fucking awesome song, Brooks. I don't it, know. It, it's fantastic. It's, it's a great band. Uh, this dude isn't even a is, isn't a hardcore type of screamy metal dude at all. He likes mostly the same shit that you like. White folk. Uh, uh, what'd you say? White music yeah, earlier. White music. Um, I, I I encourage you if you have some stress in your life to put it on. And, and almost meditate to that song. Or if you just have some frustrations after work, before work, it's a good song to really get the emotions out. It almost brings tears to my eyes. I fucking love Dreamhouse by Deaf Heaven. It's a great band off the album Sunbather. Uh, if, you, if you feel like me, go ahead and check that shit out. Brooks. Uh, the, oddly enough, I picked, uh, well, there was the next person, the next like band I wanted to see instead of the band I was watching Sunday was Santa gold, who I actually love. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so just LES artists, lower East side artists by Santa gold. It's very dope. It's, uh, it's just positive beats. It's skateboard music. I used to listen to it while I skateboarded around. The oh yeah, for side. sure. I can see that skateboard music. Uh, low, low, LES artist by Santa Gold. Uh, it's dope. It's fun. She's rad. Oddly enough, uh, not white people music, but it, <laughs> it's just dope. It's awesome. It's funny how when you live in New York, certain songs and certain uh, bands sound better than they do at other places. Yeah, dude, especially when you, I'm living in the Lower East Side and I'm working and like be, for the first time ever not an engineer, it felt, I felt very cool. Like I would skate home from 30 Rock listening yeah. to this. So dope. I listened to an excessive amount of uh, like Prince Paul mf doom um there's certain uh ghost face like there's just Great. certain things that sound good on the train mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you feel like you're part of the pulse of the city yes Sa- right. santa gold with a skateboard on the streets uh, lower east so side. fun yeah i can feel it um guys i sincerely mean it come to my show may 30th in brooklyn uh i talked to the dude about tickets earlier like it's gonna sell out before the it's gonna sell out so get tickets before uh may 30th for real, and it would mean so much. Thank you very much. Before you do that, you should go over and sign up to be in the K Money Club. Uh, Brooks, you can see proof of life over here, scripts, and you see this giant box of envelopes I got yesterday. It's going to happen, guys. It's It's been stretched. I know. It's ridiculous. You're going to get it anyway. It's If you signed up before or now, it doesn't matter. I'm, also, I'm probably going to do an extra 10 
And then um, we're gonna switch over, and I'm gonna do beer koozies for the summertime. Sounds it's, great, man. It's gonna be dine oh my. Please keep kicking down those five star reviews on iTunes. It's fantastic. Oh, and if you want to hear my Leo interview, uh, he didn't he didn't behave himself. I didn't listen to it, Brooks. I haven't listened well, to it. Well, I'm yet. telling listeners, I Leonardo DiCaprio came over to my apartment. He did not. He was not patient uh, to let me and Nick Turner finish the discussion we were having. And uh, you can just, you can, he was there and then we got in an argument. Well, I want, I want to hear all about this, Brooks. So we'll talk about it on the After Dark episode, which okay. starts now. Brookswheeling.com for tickets. We're looking forward to the weekend, you guys. Rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. 